You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The news Iowa fans have been waiting well over three months has finally been answered. Uh, Oliver Martin is officially eligible for the 2019 season. Uh, David Eichel here with Hawkeye Insider 24-7 Sports, along with Sean Bach for an instant reaction uh, swarmcast to the you know, pretty exciting news and the news that's kind of taken over you know, the Iowa fan base this week. You'd almost forget that there was, a, there was an actual game this, this weekend based on the reaction of the news. But, Sean, what's, I guess, your initial takeaway with Oliver being eligible? Well, I mean, right now I think you can consider Iowa to be 1-0 and on this season without playing one game, especially because with all this Oliver Martin stuff coming on, it seemed like a lot of people were more antsy about this than they are during Hawkeye games, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, crazy <laughs> to comprehend. But, yeah, no, it's huge for Iowa. It's huge for a wide receiver room that was already pretty stacked coming into the season. I think I'd have him at, like, fifth or sixth in the Big Ten before Martin came, but now I have him at maybe four, and that's that's a pretty good place to be in because you look at Michigan State's wide receivers, Ohio State and Purdue with Rondale Michigan, Moore. right? Michigan's receivers, not Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah, sorry. okay. No, okay. Uh, no, I think you're right, though, and that's kind of crazy when you think about just because if you think about where the Iowa wide receiver room was two years ago, two scholarships wide receivers at that time – and they didn't have a catch when Kelton Copeland took over as the receiver coach. And to this day, they still don't have a catch. Uh, Matt Vandenberg was really the lone star out of that, but he wasn't a scholarship guy at the time. But, you know, I, I think before we really dive into what Martin brings to the table and what kind of the outlook and maybe expectations should be, let's kind of recap the whole story with Oliver Martin. For those who don't know, uh, probably the biggest recruit out of the state of Iowa and you know, I, I can't remember, but a long time. I mean, by 24-7 sports, he was uh, the number 47 overall recruit, number seven wide receiver in the country, uh, was an All-American, playing the All-American Bowl, uh, was rated a perfect 10, uh, catching the ball, route running, uh, eight, or I think a nine in body control. I mean, just brings a lot of good skill set, uh, skills to the table, six foot one, 200 pounder. But the whole story behind Oliver is, this this spring of his junior year, he started competing in camps. Uh, didn't have an Iowa offer yet. Iowa was kind of scouting around on him. And then he went to, I believe, the opening, put up a spark score, which is basically athleticism testing, like a top 12 score, I think. And uh, all of a sudden, boom, Big Ten offers. Uh, I believe UCLA extended an offer. Notre Dame extended an offer. Ohio State. Ohio State. Michigan, I think, came a little bit later along still, but uh, four Big Ten schools had offered by the time June came around. And Oliver had already, his national profile had started to, you know, it was just exploding. Iowa still didn't offer. And what I've been able to gather about it was former wide receiver coach Bobby Candy wasn't sold on Martin and didn't want to offer him. But Reese Morgan, of course, who Iowa fans know just retired in March, uh, Hall of Fame head uh, coach in Iowa high school and probably in the Iowa Athletics Hall of Famers position coaching is the main recruiter in the state of Iowa. He told Kirking that the staff, we got to offer this kid. And Martin grew up five minutes away from Kinnick Stadium. 
grew up wanting to be a Hawkeye. He was a diehard Hawkeye fan, but you know his camp was getting kind of mad at Iowa because they didn't offer him, and all these other schools did, especially when Iowa didn't have a good wide receiver room at the time. So when they finally offered him, he said, well, you know what? I'm going to go explore my options at this point. I uh, explored him, and then obviously, famously, to the much dismay of Iowa fans, jumped into a pool with Jim Harbaugh, and I can't remember their old offensive coordinator, uh, but jumped into a pool, announced his commitment in January, and that's all she wrote. Iowa fans, I don't want to say felt betrayed, but you know they were disappointed that Iowa couldn't close down the state. Um, but keep in mind, though, too, Based on the whole story, it's hard to blame Oliver for going to Michigan based on Iowa's reputation. They didn't have a position coach when he committed either. Keep that in mind. Kelton Copeland was not hired until after signing day. It's hard to convince a kid with when you have, don't have a good wide receiver production or ability to develop wide receiver in terms of proven. Uh, no position coach. A new offensive coordinator. I mean, it was a perfect storm of why he went to Michigan. But now he's come back to Iowa and he's happy here, and now he gets to play for his childhood team. I would I would love to know what Kennedy was not sold about with Oliver. Because you look at what he brought to the table. I was looking at back at a couple of the 24-7 evaluations today, one of them being from Barton Simmons, who's the director of scouting for 24-7 sports and also a college football writer for CBS. And he was saying, like, man, Martin is the total package. One of the best wide receivers in the country. Very good athlete. Very high upside. Just the total package and a guy that you want to be a program changer. Or at least a program changer on the offensive side mm-hmm. of the ball. And which we know in the past, Iowa hasn't had the best success with it with the wide receivers. They, they haven't had a all-conference wide receiver since 2011, I think, when Marvin McNutt was first team. Yeah. Uh, Daryl Johnson, cool, honest, I think was second team that year. He could have been in 2012, I think, but no, 2012 was the year they went 4-8, and eight, I believe. Yeah, Marvin McNutt was the last one in 2011. But like you said, Oliver's got the talent to do it, and we saw what he could do during the uh, uh, fall scrimmage. Lined up at three different uh, position receiver positions. Looked pretty smooth, looked pretty comfortable in the slot on the outside in that kind of flank role, which uh, Emir Smith-Marset's played, but also came down with probably the highlight of the receivers of the day, that 22-yard catch between two Iowa defenders. But he's just a guy who really understands body control, yeah. which is something that Iowa receivers, I think, have struggled with. Uh, Martin understands the game to a new degree. And I, I wrote this on our uh, in my What It Means article, but I, I think Martin's probably the most talented receiver on the roster right now. Oh, 100%. I think Brandon Smith you could make an argument for, but I also think Brandon Smith maybe in the long run could be better at different things. But if you're talking about a very technically sound guy who's going to produce, it's probably going to be Martin. But the more yeah. flashy playmaker is going to be Brandon Smith. I do think Amir Smith-Marset, too, is one of the more... I mean, a lot of people are kind of not necessarily downplaying him, but not being as talked about as much. And I think when you got a guy like Oliver, who is very, very speedy, very good runner, very good at running routes, but Amir is a guy, arguably your fastest wide receiver on the roster. He'll be able to spread out the defense. That's going to open up things for Ganey and Martin down across the middle or maybe on some out routes or something. More kind of check downs or something mm-hmm. like that, too. So having I, mean, I wouldn't say check downs. Not yeah. check downs. <laughs> Fans. <laughs> but no, no. But you, know, yeah. you know what I mean. Like shorter passes, too. Because mm-hmm. to create opportunities in space. 
And having like a guy like Amir and now Oliver too that can really beat you deep or beat you kind of on shorter passes, that's huge. Yeah, and you know, I, I think the biggest thing about it is we I kind of talked about this last night during our Swarmcast. Obviously, the news was not official, but we were pretty much hinting at Oliver was going to be eligible. Uh, also, our VIP boards have not known that he's going to be eligible uh, since last Thursday, but there's been... We, we hinted at things were going in the right direction multiple times on our board. We've kind of kept them up every step of the way. Uh, so, you know, dollar for the first month, season's coming up. Probably, I'd say it's definitely worth the investment, I'd say, for how much content we put out, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we average like eight, nine articles a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and there's going to be more on the way, too. Yeah, especially with football season yeah. actually here now. Yeah, and with me fully invested in this year's plans with no longer working 40, 50 hours a week. <laughs> Um, I had a different job, by the way. Yeah, at a much at a different job, and me being a full time student again this year, in state residency. Thank you, mom and dad. Um, Yeah, like we're we're gonna be loaded this fall on content. We're totally invested in everything. We're ready to give you guys the best product product available. And I know Dylan's really bought into. He's working full time elsewhere, but he's still putting up a lot of stuff for us and. The National Desk 2 at 24-7 is helping us out, everyone. It's just a total group effort, and we really want to give you guys the best product going forward. Yeah, so again, HawkeyeInsider.com, uh, part of 24-7 Sports. Right now, we have the Oliver Martin story up. We have a VIP What It Means up. We have uh, Oliver Martin highlights up and a Twitter Reacts highlight up. But let's let's kind of dive back into a little bit more of Oliver Martin and just what it means for the offense. I, th- I think a big key, Sean, is, again, I hinted at last night, and there's a difference between having four good wide receivers and five. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Five is kind of that magic threshold, I think, that's key for Iowa. Uh, Especially with Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson gone now. Iowa can afford to go, you know, four wide receiver sets. They They could go no tight end sets, which is something that just seems bizarre when we are claiming that maybe they should run three tight end sets last year. But Brandon Smith's in his third year after significant playing time. Emir Smith-Marset's in his third year significant playing time. And Martin's versatility is key because you can throw him in the slot uh, and have maybe a guy like Tyrone Tracy go to the outside if you want to give Emir a break. You can throw Oliver on the outside. I mean, you can just mix and match so many different things uh, with that versatility. And it's not so much to say Martin is an offense changer, but when you combine the talent with him being a fifth reliable receiver, that's what I think that, okay, well, we can actually do a bit more now with what we got. Especially since Iowa has said they might explore two tailback sets with the play Makai Sargent and Torn Young. So if that happens, you know, three, four wide receiver sets for Iowa, combine that with them. Take this into account too. You got Nate Weeding, who is now, I wouldn't say proven, but you've seen what he could do. You saw it two years ago. You saw it in Kids Day. He's going to be a guy that can block and catch for you. Sean Byers is going to put it together eventually. He hasn't had the best of luck with injuries as of late. Got kind of beat up during fall camp. 
he's back practicing, as Kirk Ferentz mentioned yesterday. Um, once you get those wide receivers really in a groove and really developing and kind of getting a feel for what their maximum or not maximum potential, but their like reasonable reasonable potential is. Yeah. That's a dangerous, dangerous group, and you could consider it. you. The running backs are going to be able to put it together, but you're going to have a Iowa football team that could be considered a passing offense. Yeah, and that's bizarre to think about. Yeah, just in terms of the talent, and like you said, the big key now is can Nate Stanley get those newcomers uh, comfortable in game chemistry? Tyrone Tracy has a very high ceiling. We've been saying that for since he committed to Iowa. Nico Regani, we've seen in action, not in game under the lights, but against a you know a pretty good Iowa passing defense, what should be a very good Iowa defense, had a combined 15 receptions in the spring scrimmage and the fall scrimmage. I mean, he looks great. I mean, he looks like a Nick Easley type, which is yeah. huge, I think. Yeah, a lot of uh, And get Oliver Martin some in-game action, but if they can have that chemistry with Nate Stanley and get that passing game going. Guys aren't going to, the opposing defenses aren't going to be able to load eight, nine guys in the box, which is something that they've just become accustomed to doing. And as good as Tristan Wirfs and Larry Jackson and all those guys are, they can't block two guys. Yeah. They, they, they can't. That's unrealistic. So if you can spread the defense out, that can help allow you have more explosive uh, running plays, which Makai Sargent, Torn Young, both, by the way, are oozing with confidence. I think they think that they can really put it together this year. And if Nate Stanley can be a tad more consistent, you know, I, I, I'm so hesitant to say it just because we, you know, we know how Iowa football has been. Uh, but it, ha- it has the potential to be a above-average offensive team, to say yeah. the least. No, definitely. I think I think one thing for sure that, I mean, I know we're kind of hyping them up a little bit. Um, it's not going to be like Madden or NCAA football mm-hmm. where we're running four verts the whole, or the whole game and getting – 30-yard, 40-yard completions. It's just going to be a just a consistent sort of offense and just guys that you feel, that Iowa feels can make an impact on every play. They're going to get the guy. They're going to get the ball where they need to be and where they're going to make plays. And I think when you got a guy like Stanley who, when he's playing relaxed and when he's poised, he's going to get them the ball in those good spots and be able to help create things. I think that's going to be a huge key for them this year too, is a Nate Stanley that can stay calm, stay composed, or composed and really, really, really just dial. be a leader and, yeah, dial in and not focus on the outside noise or anything. And like Kirk Ferentz said, just have fun too because don't take things so serious. I mean, it's football. like It's a game. Yeah. You're supposed to take it seriously, too, because you could be getting paid for it one day, and there's a bunch of Iowa fans that want you to do well. But you got guys around you now. You don't need to carry that There's really no – I hate to say it because I, mean, I hate phrasing it like this because it comes across as kind of just brass, but he's got guys now. There's really – the excuses are kind of done. Yeah. And, I mean, they got weapons. Two first-round tackles. They have wide receivers. Uh, with a lot of potential, again, we're not saying that they're going to be world beaters or anything like that, but there's a lot of potential, as much as at least I can remember Iowa having. Uh, so we did ask for some questions, just kind of uh, get us going. So let's see. Uh, do you think Oliver Martin gets booed at Michigan? <laughs> yeah, if he gets, if there's an opportunity, I think he will. Uh, like, let's say if he catches a touchdown or has a big play and they know it's him, yeah, they'll probably boo him. Yeah, they could. 
especially if it's if it's a close game too, and if like Iowa's pretty good, then they probably will. If they're not good or they struggled their first couple games or lost, maybe mm-hmm. a few, um, which I don't see happening, then yeah, probably. But I mean, again though, who's really gonna blame them? I mean, if shoes on the other foot, Iowa fans would be booing them too. Yeah, no, I totally. Mean, uh, everyone's been spamming me with this since it happened. In the end, will four find five for six? Nate Stanley finding Oliver Martin for six points. No. <laughs> uh, actually, that combines it with another one. Yeah, I, I, I hit. I mean, I think Oliver scores in the first game. I think they're gonna. I, I think Kirk and Brian will try to dial up something for him as kind of a homecoming thing for him. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that too. Uh, what position at X, Z slot will he see the majority of the targets? Where will he rank in snaps, target, and receptions compared to his wide receiver peers? And does Iowa transition more into the 11 personnel going forward and its effect on the run and pass game? Uh, Sean, where do you, what position do you think? you think he's going to land more in the slot or you think he's going to go more to the outside like Brand Smith or is he going to hit more of that Emir Smith-Marset role? Uh, let's see. I could see him working slot, too, because I think if it weren't for Reganey, that he would primarily play slot. Um, I think, because what, he's listed behind... No, he's not. he wasn't on the depth chart, that's right. <laughs> I could probably see him in the ISM spot, because I think Iowa's going to want to hold Amir back a little bit sometimes, because he's got to still return punts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I could see him filling in right there on the outside, too. But I think it's going to be a mix of both. Yeah, no, you know, I, I think so too. As far as receptions and stuff go, and I've said this too. I said again, I said this again during last night's Swarmcast. I think part of the reason why Smith Marset's kind of made strides is because Oliver's there and Oliver's kind of pushing for that spot. Uh, I, I don't think he'll line up in the X a lot. I think he will just switch things up. I think he would be the second best proven guy. Uh, I know Tyrone Tracy, I believe, is there listed now. Calvin Lockett was there earlier in fall camp, but I think that was just kind of to ease the other, you know, the main contributors in. Yeah. I'll say the Z because I feel like there's most opportunity for him there, but I'm not going to be surprised if he lines up in the slot. In terms of receptions and stuff, that's really tough just because we haven't seen him in action and he's only been a part of the team for a short while. I'll go third in receptions. I think... I think Nico Regani is going to lead the team, which I've said. I think Brandon Smith will be second. Yeah. Oliver fourth. Nate Weeding. Uh, sorry, Oliver Martin third. Nate, Nate Weeding fourth. Probably snaps. Third most snaps. Third yeah. or fourth, because I can see Nico being a really big part of the offense. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you there. I think that's pretty reasonable. How many more questions we got? A few. Let's see. Uh... Is this the best wide receiver group since DJK and McNutt? Is there a chance Oliver Martin returns kicks? Yes. I think even even without being proven in terms of potential and experience, yeah, it's the best wide receiver group since 11. Hype for sure. Yeah. Uh, chance Oliver Martin returns kicks? Uh, I don't think so. I think you got Ivory Kelly Martins back there. Uh, Amir Smith-Marset, Big Ten return of the year. Devontae Young is still going to be in the mix there because he played sparingly. I think Tyrone Tracy is going to be up there for kickoff returns as well. Uh, <laughs> just a couple of troll questions, too. In what round will Oliver be taking the 2020 NFL draft, and what color suit to get wear the Heisman ceremony? 
Jeez. Look, I know I know he's gotten the attention of one, but yeah. Let's 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 pump the brakes there a little bit. I mean, not 2020, but I think in a few years he could be a second or third round pick. Yeah, I think potential. I think a ceiling's probably a good second. Yeah, third. That's ra- a ceiling. Nice. Yeah, ceiling second. Probably. I, I, I'd say comfortable fourth round pick. Yeah, fourth fifth somewhere around yeah. there maybe. That's still really. I mean, it's still really good. Yeah, especially for wide receivers. Uh, think Oliver Martin gets a big reception at his homecoming this weekend. Yes, I did dive into that. And where does this put Iowa as far as best receiving corps in the Big Ten? Kind of mentioned that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think too. we said I'd say I'll say fifth. I'll, I'll play it safe just because it's not proven fifth or sixth because yeah. I need to see more. That's a big change though. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's huge. So yeah, uh, that's gonna do it for the instant reaction swarmcast. Iowa kicks off against Miami, Ohio on Saturday. Uh, HawkeyeInsider.com is gonna have. Game previews, post-game coverage, instant reaction podcast at 1.30 in the morning if you can't sleep after your tailgate. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure most of you will be sleeping yep. just fine. <laughs> yeah, we won't. Uh, and obviously, all oh, a bunch more Sunday and Monday. And keep in mind, Iowa does kick off their Big Ten season next week when they, uh, when they host Rutgers. It's going uh, fast. But I'll say this, too, really quick about the 11 personnel and the Iowa offense. I do think that Brian Ferentz is going to start transitioning what the Iowa offense is going to be. They're still going to run the ball, but I think Brian's got a few things up his sleeve that he hasn't really unleashed yet, especially with the wide receiver talent that's in the room now. Yep. Uh, so for Hawkeye Insider, David Eichel, Sean Bach, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again on Saturday. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus.